I am married to one of the original hippies. Seriously, he is all about freedom. He's all about America. Wherever we go, if there's an American flag blanket or an American flag teacup, we've got to buy it. My husband loves this country and he loves the fact that we are free. But what does it mean to be truly free? What does it mean to be free in your spirit? We're going to talk about that today. I am so excited about this because it's something we all long for. Stay tuned because we have a special episode for you. Welcome to episode 71 of the Well-Versed Woman podcast. I'm Renee Teller. And I'm Teresa Morgan. You see, Renee and I are two perfectly imperfect women who just love to come to you week after week to share our faith and our life's journeys with you. We love to share the journey about this relationship with God, the God that created us. But before we get started, we begin every episode the same way. We know we have to plug into our creator. We have to plug into the power source so that we can actually hear from him. We do that by being still, taking some slow, deep breaths, and inviting God to sit right here with you for these next short minutes so that you can hear from him. Ask him to open your eyes to see, your ears to hear, and your heart to know exactly what he has for you today. Our 20 seconds start right now. That's it. That's 20 little seconds. And I'm going to encourage you to grow that time. I want to so encourage you. I'm encouraging myself. I have a couple of days last week where I didn't have the time. And oh my gosh, my days just were not as peaceful, Teresa. It was crazy. We have to take this time to be still and listen. And I know how hard it is especially in the craziness that we're dealing with, which gets us back to freedom, right, Teresa? This idea of being free in Christ, I love that because it's so, so true. And it is completely tied to our stillness, right? Sure is, Renee. You know, today we're talking about freedom in the freedom that we experience, spirit, soul, and body. You know, when I first came to the Lord, the very first time, Renee, I think I've shared this with you, the very first time I opened the Bible, my eyes laid down to John chapter 8, verse 32. And the word says, if you abide in my word, you are my disciples indeed, and you shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. Oh my goodness, Renee, it was like those words leapt off the page and were highlighted in my heart. And of course, uh, I had a thousand questions. What do you mean that this truth shall make me free? Well, if we continue down in the same chapter, John chapter 8, verse 36, we see that Jesus went on to say, those whom the Son has set free are free indeed, Renee. Wow. 
So can we, in this society, can we see all that is going around us? Can we see the mandates that we are, that the government is putting in place? But yet, can we still be free in our spirit, Renee? That's what we're going to explore today. I love that, that that was the first verse you saw, Teresa, abide in my word. You know, abide is a wait, to wait for, to endure without yielding. I love the words in the word, Teresa. They're so deep and so rich. He doesn't just say, like, read my word. He says, abide in my word. That is so cool. Absolutely, Renee. I love that word abide also because it talks about a home, a dwelling. We dwell in his word. And as all of us know, we don't visit our homes just once in a while. We abide in our homes daily. In the word that came to us, the gospel of our salvation, when we heard about the good news of Jesus Christ and accepted him as Lord and Savior, that put us on a journey, Renee, of where we then continue this path of freedom in our hearts and in our spirits with him. And he begins, he gives us the keys that then unlocks the beautiful truths of the word of God that enlightens our souls, just like God says, you know, work it out. It shines from this, from our spirits to our souls and the freedom from sin and death that the Lord talks about in Romans chapter 8, verse 2, that freedom is what permeates our souls and our minds and keeps us free in this life, Renee. No matter what we see swirling around us with our eyes, we know that the word of God is true. And as the Lord says in his word in Romans chapter 8, verse 2, for the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus has made me free from the law of sin and death. Isn't that beautiful, Renee? We can see all around us swirling, very sinful things, a lot of strife, a lot of division. That's what is going on around us. But inside of us, the real us, Renee, as we've talked about on this podcast, you know, many times the real us, our spirit person is totally free, free from the bondage and the shackles of sin. And we are free in Christ. And knowing this then keeps our minds fixed on him for him to show us how to walk in that freedom. I love that the Bible says our steps are ordered of him, Renee. So every day, even though I see very disturbing things going on around me, I know that my home, my place of operating in this world comes from a place deep within that is stamped freedom in Christ Jesus, that I've been set free from the bondages of sin and death that once held me, and now I am free to walk in the newness of life that he's given me to hear his voice, to read his word, and to follow the instruction he has given me. Because truly, Renee, we have a purpose and he has the plans so that we can walk out that purpose. Mm. You know, Teresa, I think when I first came to the Lord, 
I wasn't so steeped in reading the word. And one thing is just naturally, I'm not a reader. <laughs> I don't I don't read books like so many people do for whatever reason. It, it just was not part of me. But today, when you talk like you just did about what is swirling around us, I'm sitting here thinking, what would we do without the word? What would we do without this book that we can curl up in a chair and just start reading? And it's so, it's so evident to me and it's becoming so clear why God gave it to us. I mean, it's always been, you know, since I've been in the word clear. But when you think like you say about what's swirling around us, I don't know that I would survive without being able to see the words on the page, to meditate on the words on the page, to feel the words on the page like you're talking about. I think it's so cool, Teresa, that when you first came to the Lord, the scripture you were giving and it leapt off the page. I mean, what a beautiful thing. And you know, when I think about it, it's because, like you just said, God knew the plans he had for you, Teresa. He knows what your giftedness is. Your giftedness is exactly what you do every week, pouring through the word and making it come alive. And isn't it so funny that that's what he led with for you, Teresa? He's so personal. He's so amazing. He sure is, Renee. You know, and that's the point, I think, of uh, today's message is to receive an understanding from the Holy Spirit that our freedom is tied to the grace that has come into our life, to live a life that is, as the Bible says in Colossians, you know, Renee, that we may walk worthy, fully uh, pleasing him, but we know we can't do that on our own. I love the book of Romans because it sets forth the truth that in this world is sin, that we were born into a society where sin had so permeated it that we, we've we all been slaves of this sin, if you will, in that God gave us, Renee, the, the law. He gave us the, te- the Ten Commandments so that we would have a signpost, so that we would have instruction so that our lives would not be filled with destruction and despair, but goodness. But God knew because of the sin nature of man that we could not keep the law. So he himself, right? He himself came down and did what we could not do, abolished sin, right? Became sin that we could become righteous as we talked about uh, a few episodes ago. So let's see, uh, let's pick up in Romans chapter six, Uh, verse 14, Renee, the Bible says, for sin shall not have dominion over you, for you are not under the law, but under grace. Isn't that beautiful? We are under grace. So what happens in the life of a Christian, once we accept the Lord as our personal Lord and Savior, the Holy Spirit goes to work and he helps us in this world 
to walk step by step with him so that our lives become fruitful, not only for ourselves and our family and our friends, Renee, but also for his kingdom. You know, there have been so many times I've been in situations where I'm believing the Lord, right? I, I know his word. I know Romans 8, 28 says that he works out all things together for my good. And so I'm in situations and I can remember one right now where this individual who was in a tough situation with me looked at me and said, Teresa, how can you be so calm? And I said, I don't know the answer, but I know the one who does, and I'm believing him to turn this around together for good. And that's what we're talking about here today, Renee. We're talking about the truths of the word and married with the grace of the Holy Spirit that keeps us in this life calm and fixed, just like I believe Psalm 1 says that like a palm tree, we might bend, but we do not break in that our roots go deep like a tree that has been well-watered and well-groomed. Our roots of stability in God and in his word and in the power of the Holy Spirit, and they go deep and it's those roots in the truth from his word highlighted by the Holy Spirit that keeps us strong, especially in the days of adversity in which we find ourselves in today, Renee. You know, I'm not a Debbie Downer, you know, as some, some would say at all. My glass is always half full, but we do have to recognize that these are tough times in which we're living. And the grace of God and the freedom that is ours in Christ will lead us victorious, no matter what no matter what will come, Renee. And that is a beautiful truth that we can live by and that we can walk in this newness of life, which gives us purpose, which gives us hope. And I love to watch God at work when we believe him for the things that he said in his word that he will bring to pass. So much packed in all of that, Teresa. I want to take a step back. I love all that you said. Like, let's just start with freedom. You know, and we know on this podcast, I love Webster's Dictionary. But one of the definitions is freedom is the ability to act without control or interference by another or by circumstance. So, all these circumstances, all these things going around, freedom gives us the ability to act regardless of that. But the key here is the grace, Teresa. Once we understand grace, which again, the dictionary, even the dictionary defines grace as unmerited Love that word, unmerited. I can't earn it. Unmerited divine assistance given to humans for their regeneration or sanctification. Oh my gosh. And it goes on to say, a state of sanctification enjoyed through divine assistance. It's the grace that gives us the freedom. It's the grace 
that we don't earn that once we get it inside our bodies, inside every part of our being, inside our spirit, right? Like you just said, the real us is spirit to understand that we are entitled to this because we are children of God, not any other reason. It's unmerited. If we're entitled to that, even though I mess up every day, even though I miss the mark every day, if I can get in my head, Teresa, not just my heart, all of it and my whole being, that I have that every day, wow, that's the freedom I'm looking for. That's the freedom, which is the ability for me to act without control or interference by any other circumstance, right? Oh, I love that you brought those two together. That's so beautifully said, Renee. Thank you. I just love that act regardless of circumstances and that the grace is what brings us the regeneration and sanctification with divine assistance. Boy, Renee, that sure sounds like Romans chapter 8, verse 1. The Bible says, there is therefore now, 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 present day. Please, listeners, let this bathe your soul. There is therefore now no condemnation to those who are in Christ Jesus, who do not walk according to the flesh, but according to the Spirit according to the Holy Spirit. So just as you said so beautifully, Renee, that the Holy Spirit is the person of the Godhead that comes in and he's our great assistant who helps us with the process of of sanctification. And as we have said, the word sanctification means to be made holy, right? So the holiness that occurred in our spirit when we accepted Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, that sanctification that is in there starts to work itself out through our souls. And when we mess up, when we make a mistake, we don't have to be condemned about it. We can say, Father, I am sorry this happened. And we can do what he says in 1 John 1, 9, That if we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness in our soul. So it's such a beautiful way to live. We don't have to feel the shackles of the weight of sin and death that God freed us from. We can understand, okay, wait a minute. I'm perfectly holy and just in my spirit. And that holiness is being worked out through my soul, my mind, will, and emotions by the power and the help of the Holy Spirit. And hey, I'm on my way. You know, Renee, I'm thinking of my grandchildren. And, you know, kids are growing, right? And they do make mistakes. And they sometimes do act unruly. But they don't sulk about it for days, right? They they experience the consequences. Noah, go to your room, you know. Calm yourself down. We'll talk about what you did. He asked for forgiveness. And then he's off playing again, right? In a matter of moments. That's how we need to be with God. We need to understand the process of sanctification that we're in. We need to understand that we are the righteousness of God. 
in that our divine assistance, the one who loves us more than life itself, lives in us and is there at every moment to not only set us free in situations, but to keep us free. And that allows me, Renee, to lay my head on the pillow at night with joy in my heart and I sleep well. I don't toss and turn. Do I walk perfectly in this life? No, I don't. I make mistakes, but I know that he is a a very forgiving and loving God and that I can go to him. I can be cleansed once again in my soul and I grow. That's how we grow, right? Just, Just like our children and our grandchildren. Oh, Teresa, I love the analogy of the grandchildren. Oh, my gosh. Um, We have a new baby coming in January, actually a great-granddaughter. Her name will be Virginia. But I can't wait to have that reminder all the time. You're so blessed with those children in the house reminding us. I mean, even the word says, you know, look, look. Watch the children because they are exactly what you said. They're they're so pure and innocent and they move on. And boy, I mean, we knew it when we had our own kids, right? That we learn so much from having children. But I think as a grandparent, Teresa, it's so much easier to see because we're not inundated with all the the labor part of it, right? But it is so true that if we look just to that and the way our children are with us, the way they are with their parents, with their grandparents, it's an awesome reminder of how God our Father is with us. And I, you know, Funny, I think he made it that way. I think he had a complete purpose in the whole way that our human, you know, nature plays out, right? That that's so that that's so true. I I love these metaphors and analogies and uh, you know life's uh, examples right before us. It, it's just beautiful. And so you know, today, Renee, I really want to encourage our listeners not to get stuck in the shackles of self-condemnation, that when we make mistakes and we are human, boy, this was one of the most freeing truths uh, for me uh, when I came to Christ because I was such a type A personality and a perfectionist. And when I realized that I could relax with that, boy, it made all the difference in the world. And what brought me to that conclusion is the word itself with the explanation of the Holy Spirit. And I just want to bring about this one scripture in the book of Galatians, chapter 5, verse 1. The Bible says, Stand fast, therefore, in the liberty by which Christ has made us free, and do not be entangled again with a yoke of bondage. You know, Renee, emotions and wrong thoughts can imprison people in their mind. So that's why God beckons us time and time again to bring our thoughts and our emotions to the Word of God so that we can line them up. And if what we're thinking does not line up with God's Word, we have to re-examine and we have to make that pivotal change, Renee. We have to go from one place to another. And it's those very truths, Renee, in my life 
that I know I can go to the Father and ask for forgiveness, that I don't need to wallow in my mistakes for days, you know, and weeks on end, that that is doing me harm. It's those truths that have made the freedom that is in my spirit come alive and make my life joyful and worth living. Mm. So, so true, Teresa, that if we just go back to the power source, plug in, be still, and read the word, it's it's just that simple. And it's a great reminder for myself, you know, like you said, it's busy times right now. It always is this time of year. And I can get down. I can get discouraged. But going back there, being free, realizing, really, Teresa, realizing the power of what we have right in our hands, in, a, in the word, in fellow with each other. And that's why we created this podcast, isn't it? So that we can have all that. Because our favorite scripture talks about that, doesn't it? It sure does, Renee. You know, and I'm going to get to that favorite scripture. But I want to remind our listeners today of 1 John 4, 4. Listeners, greater is he who is in you than he who is in the world. In the same power that raised Christ from the dead, if you're a believer, he dwells in you, the the beautiful third person of the Godhead, the Holy Spirit. And if you're not a believer, invite Jesus into your heart today to be Lord and Savior. Your life will change. But getting back to our uh, cornerstone scripture here, Renee, Romans 10, 17, faith comes by hearing. And hearing by the word of God. Thank you for listening. We're so excited you were here today. Well, as you know, this is the Well-Versed Woman podcast, and we would love for you to subscribe to this. We would love for you to rate and review it and put a comment. It would so encourage us and so encourage others and a way for you to be your own little disciple by sharing your thoughts about this podcast so others can enjoy and understand it as well. Secondly, we have a Facebook community group. It's called Well-Versed Woman. You just need to find it, search for it, and request to join, and we'll approve you to be part of our community. And last but not least are those show notes, which in many podcasts means the notes about the podcast. In our podcast, the show notes are very, very important because they are the Word of God. They are the scriptures that we talked about in that very episode. So if you don't have your Bible yet, go ahead and download the scriptures, the Word of God, right from the show notes. Until next week, thank you for listening. We love you. Bye now.